Hello Christchurch. In our reading today, we will hear in Mark's Gospel, Jesus before the Sanhedrin and the number of falsely accusing witnesses who are brought forward, whose testimonies do not agree as to who he is and what he has done. But for the first time, Jesus declares who he is. He says that he is fully God by declaring, I am. And he also declares that he is fully human, describing himself as he often did, as the Son of Man. Mark chapter 14, starting at verse 53. They took Jesus to the high priest, and all the chief priests, the elders and the teachers of the law, came together. Peter followed him at a distance, right into the courtyard of the high priest. There he sat with the guards and warmed himself at the fire. The chief priest and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for evidence against Jesus so that they could put him to death, but they did not find any. Many testified falsely against him, but their statements did not agree. Then some stood up and gave this false testimony against him. We heard him say, I will destroy this temple made with human hands and in three days will build another not made with hands. Yet even then, their testimony did not agree. Then the high priest stood up before them and asked Jesus, Are you not going to answer? What is this testimony that these men are bringing against you? But Jesus remained silent and gave no answer. Again, the high priest asked him, Are you the Messiah, the Son of the Blessed One? I am, said Jesus, and you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Mighty One and coming on the clouds of heaven. The high priest tore his clothes. Why do we need any more witnesses, he asked. You have heard the blasphemy. What do you think? They all condemned him as worthy of death. Then some began to spit on him. They blindfolded him, struck him with their fists and said, prophesy. And the guards took him and beat him. As we hear Jesus' words, I am, and also that he is the son of man, How is Jesus fully God and fully man? And why is this important? Today's question gets at the core of our salvation in the Lord. How is Jesus Christ fully God and fully man? The early church considered the question of the incarnation of Jesus Christ to be one of the most important doctrines of the Christian faith. And they sought to clarify the biblical understanding of this vital truth in the Chalcedonian Creed. It was an early statement dating from 451 AD and it set forth a biblical definition of the incarnation of Jesus Christ and it answers our question how Jesus could be fully God and fully man. Let's just take a moment to examine the main truth in this powerful statement. 
The creed begins where the Bible begins in defining the incarnation. Jesus has two natures, God and man. Scripture is clear about the deity of Jesus. For example, in Titus, in the book of Titus, it says that believers are looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Saviour, Jesus Christ. When Thomas, the disciple, saw and touched the resurrected Christ, he cried out, My Lord and my God. There are countless statements in the New Testament that clearly communicate the omniscience, omnipotence, eternality and the fullness of deity and flesh in Jesus Christ. Jesus is God, full stop. And just as compelling as the deity of Jesus is the humanity of the Lord. The Apostle John says it beautifully in the first chapter. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. You see, Jesus was a baby. He got tired. He was hungry. He mourned the death of his friend Lazarus. Jesus was fully man and experienced the fullness of living on earth. Perhaps as you've been listening to this, you probably understand that Jesus is fully God and fully human, but wonder how someone could live with two natures in one person. In fact, the early church struggled with this idea and came to understand it as the fullness of God and the fullness of humanity living in the person of Jesus. He wasn't dual-minded or, or split in any way as he lived on earth. The key to putting this together is the entirety of God and the fullness of humanity did not mix together inside Jesus with his humanity, but rather each nature dwelt in fullness without changing the other. What I mean is his deity did not make his humanity superhuman and his humanity did not make his deity diminished to a lesser God. The full essence of both the deity and humanity dwelt in Jesus Christ. He is the God-man sent from the Father to save us from our sin. And why is it important to hold firmly to both the full humanity and full divinity or deity of Jesus Christ? You see, without Jesus being a man, we have only a shade of salvation and not the real substance. What I mean is that without the humanity of Jesus, we don't have a blood sacrifice for our sins. If Jesus was simply a spirit, then you and I lose out the payment of our redemption and the victorious hope in the bodily resurrection of the dead. And is it really important to hold on to the divinity of Jesus? Well, yes, absolutely. In fact, our redemption would have been impossible without the perfect life of Christ. Only God could have lived a life of perfection, paid the price for our sins and rise up victorious from the dead. In his book, The Man, Christ Jesus, Bruce Ware puts it this way, Therefore, the only one who can save us from our sin is the sinless God-man, one who is fully man as we are, but one who is 
fully God, so that his payment for our sin can satisfy the infinite demands of God's justice against our sin. Today, as we hear again, Jesus declare, I am. I am, and you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Mighty One and coming on the clouds of heaven. We today can praise God that he sent his Son in the flesh to save us. God so loved that he gave his son to lay down his life for the sake of us. He bore the weight of our sin and shame and with a cry said, it is finished. Christ the Lord overcame the darkness for he has made us a way, a way by which we have been saved. He is the saviour of the world. So today, We can lift up a shout wherever we are for his reign and his renown. Praise the Lord, Jesus, Saviour of the world. Amen.